Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for From the Short Grass with Trey Schaap, a golf podcast for those who love golf, struggle with golf, and just like to enjoy the outdoors and fellowship with friends, all while chasing a ball around trying to put it in a four and a quarter inch diameter hole. From the Short Grass is brought to you by Blackman Auctions. For over 80 years, better auctions have always been Blackman Auctions. By MinnowsPlus.com. From baits to waiters, if it helps you catch a fish, they have it. And now, from the Short Grass, here is your host, Trey Schaap. Welcome to another edition of From the Short Grass. I am your host, Trey Schaap. Congratulations again to Tyler Reynolds of Rogers, Arkansas. He shoots a 65 6 under par to win the rain shortened Arkansas Open over the weekend. He defeated Carson Roberts of Conway, who shot 67, and Nick Rousey of Springdale, who shot 68. Now, Tyler Reynolds joins three others as amateurs winning the Arkansas Open. Uh, Jim Balch, along with Chris Jenkins and Wes McNulty, and now Tyler Reynolds have all won the Arkansas Open, which is a professional event as an amateur. The Jackson T. Stevens Cup is coming to the Elotion Club October 17th through the 20th, and tickets are on sale now. Go to eventbrite.com. Tickets are $150 each. It's a book that includes one ticket for each date of official tournament play that starts on Monday, October the 18th. Parking is included in your ticket price. Participating schools include the women's teams from the University of South Carolina, Louisiana State, Ole Miss, Baylor, Virginia, and the Arkansas Razorbacks. And on the men's side, the teams feature the Florida State Seminoles, the Razorbacks, University of Arizona, San Diego State, Notre Dame, and Alabama. The first 54 holes of stroke play will see the men's and women's fields for a final 18 holes of match play. Stroke play medalists will be honored October 19th before match play begins. This prestigious tournament is in its first year. The Elotion Club, of course, the host this year. And then in 2022, the tournament will be contested at Seminole Golf Club in Juneau Beach, Florida, followed by Trinity Forest Golf Club in Dallas in 2023. We are going to be joined by Mr. Warren Stevens of the Elotion Club and Stevens, Inc. today on From the Shortgrass to give us a little insight into the Jackson T. Stevens Cup. Blackman Auctions. For more than 80 years, better auctions have always been Blackman Auctions. You can find them on the web at blackmanauctions.com, one of our great sponsors of From the Short Grass. We're back after this. Minnows Plus is your local source for live bait and live well supplies. They carry the entire line of SureLife products, everything from better bait and finer shiner to no ammonia products to keep your bait and your catch thriving till you get back to the dock. They are the best source for all your private land ponds. Minnows Plus has fish food and pond fertilizer to keep your pond healthy and thriving all year long. If you own or run a bait and tackle shop and need to resupply, contact Minnows Plus and ask about their wholesale prices. Open to the public and walk-ins are welcome. Find them on the web at minnowsplus.com. 
This is Thomas Blackman of Blackman Auctions. Trey asked me to sponsor a show for another few months. Even though I don't like golf, I do like his show. I have no idea how he gets the awesome variety of guests on his show, but it is entertaining and informative even for a horrible golfer like myself. I'm learning a lot about the game and about the passion for playing. So much so, I've started using my country club for more than Sunday brunch. Trey makes golf interesting. I make auctions interesting. For auctions, listen to me. For golf, listen to Trey. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. Welcome back to this edition of From the Short Grass. The Jackson T. Stevens Cup, heading to the Elotion Club October 17th through the 20th. Now on the tee, Mr. Warren Stevens. Mr. Stevens, thanks for joining me on From the Short Grass. I know it's a crazy time of year for you, a lot going on, especially with the Jackson T. Stevens Cup coming up. But uh, first of all, I want to know, how is your golf game right now? Have you been able to play golf this year? I have, uh Actually, um, my golf game's not very good, but that isn't because of a lack of playing. We actually just took a trip to Europe with three other couples and played golf in uh, Portugal, Spain, and France, which I had never done. So, you know, we were there for about 10 or 11 days playing golf. So my excuse is not lack of playing, uh, but my game's not very good. But I still love it. Well, I mean, it, everybody can find something to love about the game. So here's what I want to know about your game right now. What is the best part? Is it the driver? Is it iron play? Or when you get around the greens? Uh, because I know how difficult the green complexes are at the Elotion Club, so you might get a lot of practice around the greens. Yeah, I, it's not around the greens, and it's not my putting. It's ball striking. So um, anyway, it's 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 just kind of a – you know, and, and it, you know, golf's such a funny game, but I mean, you know, you lose a little confidence and then you're trying to steer the golf ball and you, know, you just got to hit it. Hell, it'll stop somewhere <laughs> and go get it, go get it and hit it again. And, uh, um, you'll, you know, and you've done it and all, everybody who plays golf has done it. I mean, you play good one day or, you know, play good for a couple of holes and then you'll just lose it for a couple of holes and you're just, scratching your head but that's just the way the way the game i want to know how covid has impacted golf in in your mind and has it impacted it in a way to where you've seen an influx in people getting out because back when everything was shut down you basically you could go outside and and golf kind of had a boom there for a while golf has had a boom and i don't think this is going to fade i mean i think you've got so many people who who just have enjoyed being outside and you know in the camaraderie of, of being around people which you couldn't really do during covid and and I, you know the number i don't have the specific numbers but i know from talking to people that do is that the numbers on rounds and the number of players is just way way up and i know um you know that's certainly true you know, my limited world of lotion, that's, that's true. We did, we did more rounds in 2020, uh, missing, uh, a couple of months because of the, because of COVID, because we didn't really open till May. And then we didn't, we opened just for our, uh, local members who could come and leave, but then we opened it up for everybody. We played more rounds in hmm. 2020 than we did in, in 2019. How has golf helped you in your business in what you do? Well, twofold. Um, my father used to say this all the time. Um, you know, golf is a great teacher of life lessons. And, you know, I've said this a lot. I was very lucky as a young man. And I mean, a, a teenager, I spent a lot of time 
with my dad and his friends and playing golf. And so I got comfortable around uh, older men, not too comfortable. I knew where to draw the line. And if I messed up, I'd hear about it pretty quickly, either from them or my dad. You know, it was that they were all kind of part of the family, if you will, although none of them were. And, um, you know, you, you, you just see how to conduct yourself and, and you, you try to emulate that in, in not only your golf game, but in your, you know, in your life. And then I've just met so many wonderful people through golf, social friends, business friends, um, you know, their love of the game, but, you know, it's just something you share and it helps form a bond and, you know, maybe that leads to, to some business opportunities. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's just a friend. And, and you know, all that is just what, what makes golf so, so wonderful. I, I will say it never crossed my mind that a lotion would have a positive impact on our firm's business, but it has because people here have heard about it and they want to come play it. Mm-hmm. And we used to struggle to get clients to come to Little Rock, and now we... <laughs> We don't. They're, oh, sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll come in there for a couple of days or, you know, one day we'll play golf one afternoon and have dinner and then work the next day. Oh, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> Which before yeah. they'd be like, yeah, I don't know, man. A little while it's hard <laughs> to get to and just can't do it. But, you know, golf just fosters wonderful, wonderful relationships. And um, it's, a, it's a treat. And now that you have hosted some major amateur events and more people have seen a lotion than before, do you think that that has led to some of that as well, the fact that it's been in the national spotlight? Yes, I do. Um, you know, the, the, the Palmer Cup was live-streamed on Golf Channel, and the Stevens Cup is going to be live on Golf Channel. You know, that'll add more to the reputation of, of the club. I think it's also a great way for people who who may have a may not know what Arkansas looks like to just to see the natural beauty of Arkansas mm-hmm. and um, I'm very excited about very excited about that so the Jackson T Stevens Cup how did that come together well honestly uh people have asked me if we were going to host any kind of you know major you know some sort of professional tournament or something like that. And, and Ocean's just really not, it, it, we, we could do it. It'd be, it'd be very hard in terms of if you had a lot of spectators and, and, and we were so honored to host the Western AM. Um, but it's 156 players and it's a week and it's in August. And that's a lot. That, that, that was a lot for us to do. And then we hosted the, Palmer Cup six years later, it was much smaller. And, you know, I was thinking, well, this, we, we can do this, this kind of thing. But, you know, I, I, I don't want to do, I don't want a lotion to be the host every year, but we'll, we'll certainly host it some. And I was sitting on the back porch at a lotion with, with um, my friend, uh, Bill McAtee, and said, you know, I'd like to try to do something and honor my dad, who was so interested in supportive of amateur golf and, and had the great privilege to, to meet and know Bob Jones and to um, know and be friends with Charlie Coe. You know, we just, we, we've got to figure out a way to support the game and this could be a way to do it. And he said, 
I think I know some people who can help you do that. And so Bill quickly engaged with some people, uh, one Mark Brazel, who's been running the Wyndham Championship in Greensboro for years, and um, Mark Oscarson, who puts on tournaments for the AJGA. And we've been working on this, uh, you know, for a couple of years to get it organized, and it, and it evolved over time. But really, it, it originated from Bill and I, Bill McAtee and I, talking on the back porch. And then Bill, Bill kind of is the one who got it, got it off the ground and running and engaged these other people. I bet it wasn't hard for you all to find teams to commit to this tournament, was it? Well, it was, it was a little bit harder than you think because by the time we got around to inviting them, a lot of the schedules were already set. But we've got a great field. I'm very, very happy it's men and women's teams. I mean, when you look at the, you look at the game of golf, I think, that, you know, the women's game just has so much running room in front of it. We're so excited to have individual players from the three major service academies and individual players from, from the HBCUs. You know, it's just going to be a very inclusive event, and, and we're, we're going to have the JTS Cup. We're, we're going to have at wonderful, wonderful venues and golf clubs, and that's all we're trying to do is to expose these young college players to a great experience and great clubs. Yeah, you've got the Seminole Club down in uh, Juneau Beach, Florida, lined up for 2022, and then Trinity Forest in Dallas to host in 2023. But Each host club will determine you know, how they want it done. I, I know we're, we're allowing um, some fans, I don't know what Seminole and Trinity Forest are going to want to do. Uh, again, they're not really set up for you know, to host mm-hmm. major spectator events. Well, I know Seminole's not for sure. And, um, but that'll, that'll be their, you know, that'll be their call, but that's, you know, that, but that's how you get great clubs to agree to do something. They all want to support amateur golf. They all want to support young people. Um, and, and you gotta, you gotta give them as much control as you, as you can, because it's their club. Sure. You know, they're, they're, you know they're they're doing us a favor. They're doing the kids a favor. So the young people, I should say, a favor. We're you know honored to have both Trinity Forest and and of course Seminole agree to do succeeding events. Now they will be on those events. Will be on uh, Golf Channel too. The Golf Channel. They stream the Arnold Palmer Cup, but this is going to be live on the Golf Channel. Yes. That that's a step up. That's a step up, and and we've got some great sponsors who have helped us. Uh, secure that and we'll be securing more sponsors going forward what do you hope these college teams get out of their experience during the week out at the uh, Elotion club and participating in the stevens cup well we're gonna um we'll try to let them know who jack stevens was and um hopefully they can take some inspiration from his story and i'm talking about with golf you know trey didn't take up golf till he was 36 mm-hmm. so um you know, and then he he worked he worked hard at it, just like he did everything else. But but what we really want him to have is a great experience. You know, October is a pretty time of year almost anywhere, but I think it's particularly pretty in Arkansas. And we're very excited that we're going to host this event. You know, in such a it's such a great great time for us. The golf course is in magnificent magnificent shape. The greens are great. We'll put on a good a good tournament for them. But just to have them experience the club, experience each other, the competition and the camaraderie that just comes with golf. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm just so pleased that, that 
we've got the, the teams that we have and the individual players that we have. You know, we have an independent selection committee. I don't know what teams ought to be invited and, and certainly what, what players ought to be, individual players ought to be invited. You know, we've got a good field, a strong field, and hopefully they'll just they'll, they'll play well and enjoy themselves. Where do you think they will be challenged at the Elotion Club? What parts of the course will challenge these collegiate players? Well, they all hit it extremely far. So I don't really think we learned this in the Western Am and, and also in the Palmer Cup. I mean, you know, growing rough for them just doesn't make any difference. <laughs> right. Narrow and fairway. It, it doesn't make any difference. Yeah. I mean, they all, I mean, before there was Bryson DeChambeau, there were these young people just smashing the ball down the, you know, down the fairway. Well, you know, the guy's well over 300 yards. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll set it up at a, at a good length for both the men and the women. But I, for sure, the challenge is going to be the approach shots. I mean, you know, you, you've been to Lotion, and, you know, you have big, wide fairways, but you really don't have big, wide fairways. You've got to put the ball in the right part of the fairway, depending on where the pin is, to then get it close to the pin. And if you hit it to the wrong part of the green at a Lotion, your chances of three-putting are pretty high. Mm-hmm. So. It's, it's going to be the approach shot in the greens. Honestly, I think that's about the only defense golf courses have these days because you just can't you, you can't build them long enough. You know, I mean, DeChambeau driving par fours in the Ryder Cup and and, and making making eagle. Well, <laughs> you better have something around the green that that can hold these guys because I don't know if they're all going to swing as hard and hit it as far as he does, but they're going to be close. I spoke with Shauna Taylor back in August and asked her what it was like to have fans calling the hogs when Maria Fossey was about to win the NCAA championship there at the Blessings in 2019, and she thought it was so cool. Have you thought about the fact that you have both the men and women's teams from the University of Arkansas playing at the Elotion Club, and if one of them or if both of them have a chance to win, the fact that there might be a hog call breakout at the Elotion Club? Oh, I hope there is. It wouldn't be the first hog call at the Elotion Club, I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> when was the other? Um, well, a lot of a lot of members gathered for sport events, football and basketball, but also when Sebastian played in the in the Western AM, you know, he made the mm-hmm. Sweet Sixteen. I think he might have made the final four. He might have made the semifinals. There were a lot of people calling the hogs for him around the around the golf course and. Like I said, it wouldn't be the first at a lotion. It wouldn't be the first hog call on the golf course. So I hope there is. And yes, it has occurred to me that they're both the men's and women's team are are playing. And I just think that's a great testament to the university's golf program. And um, you know, we're going to do everything we can to support Arkansas golf, University of Arkansas golf, golf in Arkansas. I don't know if you know this, Trey. I mean the. Players at, at Arkansas Little Rock come out and play some. Mm-hmm. Players at various smaller colleges come out, and you know we we try to make time for these young people to come play. A lotion. I think last year going up to the blessings for that tournament, uh, Tennessee stopped off and played. Auburn stopped off and played too. So you know we try to we try to make that club and the course accessible for these young collegiate players and it it adds to the game but you know whether they go on to become pros or not they're going to remember that speaking of the blessings they're going to host the arkansas state amateur in 2026 and you at the elotion club are going to host the arkansas state amateur in 2027 why was it important for you to host that event well 
for all the reasons we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, and, and I will say, uh, you, you, I follow the state am when it was happening in the, in the local press. And, you know, I wouldn't even know where the golf course was. Said, Where's that golf course? You know, and somebody would have to tell me. And I was like, well, actually, Trey, I think it came from, um, Jay Fox and Dan Snyder, who is our chief operating officer emeritus and good friend, and talking about it, and and they said, you know, wouldn't it be great if we could have some better courses to host and clubs to host the state amateur? And I don't really know how it fell out that we got 27, but I, but I instantly said, sure, man, count, count us in. We'll, we'll do that. And I've looked at the list. You've probably looked at the list, mm-hmm. too. Um um, I know where all those clubs are. You know, <laughs> yes. those, those are great. Those are great golf courses. They are. But again, I think. I think. I think everybody is on board with supporting amateur golf, and that's you, you can't have a good professional game without good amateur golf. And um, you know, one one feeds the other. It's you know, it's a little bit like minor league baseball and major league baseball. Um, that's not right because college golfers hit it every bit. You know, they're, <laughs> but you, you get what I'm trying to say. I do. To they're they're just it. as good as some of the pros. Yeah. And that, that was certainly, that's certainly true of some of the minor league players, but they need time to develop, mm-hmm. right? They need time to, to, to figure out how to play and, and how to, how to navigate a course and navigate a course when you're not playing great for them. But, you know, it, it gives you, I mean, when you look at the recent Ryder Cup and how good our, team was with so many rookies on it you get to looking around and you're going well first of all those players those young players of the american of the u.s team are going to be around a long time and when they're not we need to have a whole another set of them coming up and you know what i think we do i think they do too and you know you always look around you know how does australia a relatively small country and, and south africa produce so many great players well there's no reason we can't produce more great players as a country. And, and I think everything you're seeing in Arkansas is going on around the country as clubs try to help the level down below the pros and help these people, help these players develop. Minnows Plus is your one-stop shop for frog togs outerwear. Find them on the web, minnowsplus.com. You can find the frog togs outerwear there. Plus, they have coolers, bait, fish supplies, everything you might need. Minnowsplus.com is the place to go. This is Thomas Blackman of Blackman Auctions. Trey asked me to sponsor a show for another few months. Even though I don't like golf, I do like his show. I have no idea how he gets the awesome variety of guests on his show, but it is entertaining and informative even for a horrible golfer like myself. I'm learning a lot about the game and about the passion for playing. So much so, I've started using my country club for more than Sunday brunch. Trey makes golf interesting. I make auctions interesting. For auctions, listen to me. For golf, listen to Trey. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. 
Minnows Plus is your local source for live bait and live well supplies. They carry the entire line of SureLife products, everything from better bait and finer shiner to no ammonia products to keep your bait and your catch thriving till you get back to the dock. They are the best source for all your private land ponds. Minnows Plus has fish food and pond fertilizer to keep your pond healthy and thriving all year long. If you own or run a bait and tackle shop and need to resupply, contact Minnows Plus and ask about their wholesale prices. Open to the public and walk-ins are welcome. Find them on the web at minnowsplus.com. On the tee with our weekly rules segment, it's PGA Master Professional Adam Carney. Adam, the embedded ball rule. Now, this is one that I think some people struggle with. They don't know actually when it's embedded, when it's not. What are the options the player has, and does it differ from how the committee sets up the golf course? This actually came in from Tyson in Searcy at fromtheshortgrass at gmail.com. The embedded ball rule is one of the changes that occurred in 2019. The rules used to state that a ball uh, embedded in a closely mown area, which is going to be fairway height or less, can be lifted, cleaned, and dropped as near as possible. And there was a condition of competition that the committee could add that allowed for an embedded ball rule anywhere in that time it was called through the green now it's called the entire entire area i think they call it mm-hmm. that a ball that is embedded can be lifted and and cleaned and dropped and that is a situation where you can't clean your golf ball when you're getting it uh, it was a good rule because most committees were allowing for a ball to be embedded uh, an embedded ball to be uh, lifted and dropped one of the changes to the rule is it used to have to be dropped as near as possible now you, you're basically going to get a club length from the spot immediately behind the, the point where it's embedded and drop it within one club length not closer to the hole so that's that's a change to that rule as well the the tricky part is determining when a ball is embedded um, we get that a lot and so you know a lot of times we're, we're going to probe um, we're going to have the player lift the ball, um, not clean it yet because we haven't determined if it's embedded yet, um, but it has to break the surface of the ground. It cannot be embedded in grass. Mm-hmm. So bottom line is if, 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 if you lift that ball and there's grass between, you know, blades of grass between the ball and, and, and dirt, that ball's not embedded. That's, that's a bad lie. But players know that, hey, if the ball's sitting way down, there's a chance it's embedded, so I'm going to call in an official and, and let's take a look at this. And Oftentimes, it's determined that a ball hasn't broken the, the surface of the ground, and it's just a bad lie, um, and that usually is not something that's received very well by players. But if it has, then the player is going to be able to um, lift that ball, and he can clean it and drop it under the rule. Um, one of the things that uh, it was a decision in the old decisions book is a player tops a ball, and the ball never goes anywhere he just he just hits it right into the ground and uh, the ruling in that situation was the ball's in play and it's not embedded really correct because in order for a ball to be embedded it's contemplated that the ball had to be in the air to become embedded well when it leaves the tee it's in the air true but if his ball is laying say in the middle of the fairway and he just flat hits the top of the ball and shoves the ball down into the ground, wet surface, the ball never gets in the air. It doesn't really change positions. It's definitely a stroke. He's played a stroke at it. He's made contact with the golf ball. But the ball never got in the air. It just went down into the ground because he hit the top of it. That ball is not embedded. 
and the player's going to have to play it as it lies. Never seen it happen myself. Stumbled across that one years ago. and I Tough luck starts somewhere. Tough luck starts somewhere. Yeah, you know the common term. Yeah, that's one of those in, in the decisions book that I always kind of shook my head at a little bit and thought, well, gosh, I mean, that's tough. But, uh, yeah, and, and, and that's part of the, the 19 revision that, that made, you know, golf a quote-unquote kinder, softer game, I guess you'd say it, uh, that, hey, we're, instead of saying closely mown area, we're going to say, you know, pretty much anywhere except any penalty areas or bunkers, um, if the ball's embedded, then you're going to be able to lift it and, clean right. it and drop it. Obviously, if you are in a penalty area and it's below the surface, then too bad, you can't touch it. Yeah, I mean, a penalty area is designed to be just that, whether you're taking a penalty stroke to get out of it or you're you're going to be penalized for playing a stroke, a bad stroke, or maybe you're just unfortunate into that penalty area and, you know, there has to be some challenge for, for playing it in there. So that's why the rules for penalty areas and bunkers, you know, differ from rules that apply to other part every other part of the golf course that is not a penalty area or a bunker he's adam carney he's with us every week here on from the short grass if you have a question about the rules of golf email us at from the short grass at gmail.com that will do it for this edition of from the short grass my thanks again to mr warren stevens for joining us and discussing the Jackson T. Stevens Cup that is coming to the Elotion Golf Club. I encourage all of you who live in the central Arkansas area to get out to the Elotion Club and see the magnificent views and just the general beauty of that golf course. It's going to be a great, great event. I leave you with a couple of funny quotes from Sam Snead, the 82-time PGA Tour winner. Quote, If I had cleared the trees and drove the green, it would have been a great shot. And... These greens are so fast, I have to hold my putter over the ball and hit it with the shadow. I hope you enjoy your next round on the course, and when you find your ball mark on the green, fix it and a couple of more. And I hope to see you from the short grass. You've been listening to From the Short Grass, a weekly podcast dedicated to the game of golf. From the Short Grass is brought to you by minnowsplus.com and Blackman Auctions. This has been a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network.